CBS Wednesday. We have so many cool, diverse people from different backgrounds, different beliefs, different upbringings, and it just keeps growing. Citizen of the United States. I'm a hustler. I'm a big Taylor Swift fan. I'm the queen of the tribe. I am playing whatever role I gotta play. I'm gonna play this game for speed. I ain't going down like no punk. A new Survivor Wednesday on CBS and streaming on Paramount Plus. Welcome to a new edition of the Cards Cast. I'm Cardinal Authority Senior Writer Michael McCammon. Made the trip to Blacksburg and we're wrapping it up with this Cards Cast. You know, Louisville. Drops the series to the host Hokies. Two games to one. Louisville came out on Friday, looked great, defeating the Virginia Tech eight to one. But then it's the host Hokies. That's a, almost a riddle to say. The host Hokies took a close game two and a close game three. It, it made the plays when he needed to. Every time Louisville tried to make a run, especially on Saturday, Virginia Tech answered. So what's this mean in the grand scheme of things? There is a week left in the regular season. Louisville host EKU on Tuesday. And then on Thursday, Friday, Saturday, nationally, nationally ranked Virginia is coming into Jim, Jim Patterson Stadium, if I could talk here, uh, to close out the regular season. So still some maneuvering going on that's going to certainly impact the ACC baseball championship in Charlotte in two weeks. Also going to impact how teams are seated in the uh, upcoming NCAA tournament. To kind of get an outsider's perspective, following today's series, I chatted with D1 Baseball's Shotgun Spratling, sat down, kind of got his thoughts on how Louisville's pitching seems to be coming along. Uh, we spoke about Dalton Russian, who just seems to be on a tear. Uh, a little bit the, the experience of Dan McDonald this time of year and what it can mean to a team and a, and a host of other things. Kind of picked his brain on who he thinks might be the favorite for the ACC baseball championship. As you look at things, and we'll get to that, uh, that sound here in just a minute, but after today, <clears throat> excuse me, Louisville's now 35, 15 and one overall, 16, 10 and one in ACC play, sitting just behind Notre Dame, who took over the uh, Atlantic division race, the Irish 34 and 11 overall, 15 and nine in the ACC, and Virginia Tech nipping on the heels of Miami, who continues the hurricane slightly in front for the coastal division races, as, as again, as things enter the final week of the regular season. And I tell you what, in this the ACC is full of great offenses. And over this weekend, you saw Louisville, okay, maybe Dan McDonald, Roger Williams, pitching coach Roger Williams, have found their one and their two as you approach the, the postseason. That's what you want to do. You want your guys to be coming – you know, into into their game, you where they where you wanted to start peaking this time of year. Jared Poland looked really well in his start on Friday. Carter Loman looked really well in his start on Saturday. And keep in mind, this was a Virginia Tech team that came in uh, is I think averaging eight point seven runs a game, uh, one of the top hitting teams in the nation, not just in the ACC. And both of the uh, Louisville starters kind of really kept them in check. Um, so tip of the hat to them, one of the many positives that come out of this weekend. But we did uh, had a good time chatting with uh, Shotgun, kind of getting his his feeling, his vibe on what he thinks about Louisville, the ACC, and so on, following the Cardinals' uh, series loss at Virginia Tech. Excited to have our guest here on the Cardscast, live from Blacksburg, joined by Shotgun Spratling from D1 Baseball. 
Uh, Louisville just dropped the series to Virginia Tech. One, they took the opener, dropped the next two to Virginia Tech. Um, and I thought it was a, a fantastic series between uh, two top tip teams. Uh, your initial thoughts after what we saw this weekend? Yeah, definitely a great series. I, I think that you see how both of the last two games come down to the last inning. Louisville has an opportunity in both of them. You kind of wonder, with all the magic that they've had in the late innings this season, is it going to happen again? And give credit to the Virginia Tech bullpen coming in and you know snuffing out those rally attempts by Louisville to be able to get the, take the series the last two games and rally back from you know, what was a 2-1 game on Friday that you know ballooned a little bit in the last couple innings when Louisville you know attacked a little bit more there, attacked a couple on, but a really tight series the entire way around and shows you the caliber of play that both of these programs are going to be playing in a couple of weeks, both in the ACC tournament, maybe not the first game or two of the <laughs> ACC tournament, but later in the tournament, and then later the, the next couple of weeks after that, you know, it, you, Louisville. Looking like they'll probably be on the road. Maybe they can host. We'll see. You'll see how this series affects them. Mm-hmm. Obviously, it's a it's a big series win for Virginia Tech to continue boosting their uh, opportunity to be a uh, top eight national seed. But we'll see where Louisville uh, lands when our guys go through the nerd cast and <laughs> figure out who's who are the hosts this week. Uh, but definitely a, a brilliant series, and it was really fun to cover all three of these games. Yeah, Louisville still has a big series to close against Virginia coming up at home as well. But coming into this game, you had two teams that were averaging a combined about 18 runs a game, both amongst the top 15 in hits. Um, but that's not really what we got. I mean, we saw some offense out there, but the pitchers kind of took center stage out here. Yeah, of course. You got two you know top offenses in the country, and you get pitchers duels. That's yeah. exactly what you expect, <laughs> especially on Friday, I mean, on Saturday and Sunday, when both of these clubs have struggled, uh, you know, after the the front of the rotation, not so much Virginia Tech, Drew Hackenberg has been terrific for them all season, but their Sunday has been very much up in the air, very much like Louisville. Um, but I think that's probably the biggest thing to take out of this weekend for Louisville is what happened yesterday, uh, you know, with, with the, the starting pitching from Coleman just coming out and giving you six innings, career-high six innings, had never thrown more than two innings, uh, you know, this season until last week. Gives you four innings last week, up to six this week, and it was four, I mean, it was six really good innings. One rough inning where he gave up a, a bomb to Gavin Cross, which happened again today because <laughs> Gavin Cross is one of the top players in the country, but... The fact that he settled in, I think he retired like uh, seven straight after that or something. So it, it was impressive to see him bounce back from that when he's had so many struggles. And that could be a huge thing for them going into the postseason if they can get a second starter they can really count on and trust because they have so many guys in the bullpen that they can go to that you can mix and match that much more if you're getting six innings out of your Saturday guy rather than two or three. Louisville without its leadoff hitter, Christian Napchek, out with a, a bum ankle. Not sure exactly when we'll see him back. But when you have a guy who's one of the nation's best at getting on base, missing all the sudden from the lineup, how difficult is that for a team to overcome, you think? I mean, it just changes the dynamic a little bit. And you saw Bittison on the other side was able to get on a couple times, and it changes that solo home run potentially that Gavin Cross mm-hmm. hits. Both times, Bittison was on in front of his home runs the last two days. So, you know, the you dynamic guys that get on base just create a little bit of havoc. Suddenly you got the pitcher in the stretch instead of out of the windup. Now he's worrying about what's going on at first base. He's got to throw a different pitch because the running game, both teams were very aggressive on the base pass, and there were big, big moments on the base pass when those stolen base attempts did happen. So the pitchers are really paying attention, and that's when you, you know, you fall behind a hitter, and suddenly you have to come in with a little bit – bigger you know a little bit fatter pitch and you know that's when some of the the big hits did happen in this and you know both these lineups are dynamic one through nine and Dan McConnell talked about that McDonald talked about how 
you know, their lineup is very similar to, to Louisville's. Mm-hmm. And the fact that, you know, there's no there's no breath of fresh air to see, oh, that guy's only hitting 240 yeah. coming up. And, hey, you know, if we pitch around someone, we get to somebody else. No, there's no one to pitch around in either one of these lineups. And I think that's what made it such a compelling series and why it was so, you know, interesting to see the pitching succeed the way it has the, the last couple of days and, you know, really the whole weekend outside of the, the last two innings of that, that Friday game. From a national stage, I know you talked with Dan McDonald uh, afterwards a little bit more about Dalton rushing. I mean, dude's on fire at the play right now. Five home runs in his last six. Had a stretch of four straight. Um, he certainly has his back going. Um, what's his name resonating like now on a national level with what he's doing? I mean, I don't know exactly how, how the, the scouts are looking at him. This is my first opportunity to see him. I mm-hmm. love the way that he just loads into that backside, and that creates all that power. And he's got tree trunk <laughs> legs that he can, you know, that he can uh, you know, build that power from. And he just comes out there. And the, the biggest thing is, is he going to swing and miss, or is he going to stay locked in? And it seems like he's been locked in recently. Um, you know, there is a little bit of swing and miss in the, the swing there, and that's the concern you have. But – the way that he's swinging right now, he's locked in and loaded, and he's carrying you know the top half of the lineup right now with some guys scuffling up and down. You know, one guy a guy will do well one day and not. Where you're getting some contributions from those freshmen at the back in the lineup that are doing really well. And I thought Isaac Humphrey had an amazing weekend, you know, both offensively and defensively. One of the, a great catch today. Um, but you know, I think the fact that rushing has been consistent just takes the burden off some of those other guys, some of those those seniors and fifth-year guys that, that they have in the lineup. And, you know, if you put him behind the plate, you can throw some guys out as well. He's got that pro he's got that pro look behind the plate. So it's going to be interesting to see how he's valued when the draft does come around and, you know, who's looking at him. You know, is, are they looking at the bat or are they looking at that combination? What was really enticing them? And if it's the combination because of what he can do behind the plate, then you could see him skyrocket up some of those, those draft boards. We are nearing, obviously, the postseason. Just one season left in the regular season. Last year was one of those odd ones in the McDonald era where the Cardinals didn't make the postseason. As you mentioned, he's got them flirting with the host uh, now as where they sit. Um, with his experience, not only just in the postseason, but being able to get to Omaha, how big is that for the Cardinals once they do start the postseason? I mean, I don't know if, if your your readers and uh, you know your viewers are going, "What the hell? Where's where's our baseball team at in the postseason? <laughs> it's been two years." Yeah, obviously with 2020, but uh, yeah, they you know they were down last year to bounce back, and you see where, what they're capable of. This obviously a top 10 series showing you what they can do. You know, it's going to be tight. You're going to see these type of games in a potentially in a super regional, and you're going to be on the road potentially in a super regional. So this is great experience for them to draw from and say, okay, we got to do this little thing a little bit better. And that's what Danny Donald talked about is, hey, we didn't play terrible, but there are plays we could have made. Mm-hmm. They, you know, you had two guys running, uh, t- trying to get to second base yesterday, seeing, trying to tag up. And today, Levi Usher trying to steal, they come off the bag. He's like, yeah. those things, you know, those are the difference makers. And, you know, yesterday you saw Jack Hurley swim move at second base on a play he's clearly going to be out on. He's dead to rights on a stolen base attempt. He gets safe on that, and that's the difference in a game. You know, it's one run because he comes around to score, and Levi Usher doesn't have a chance to score. Singh doesn't yeah. have a chance to score in both these really tight games. So I think you can draw on this series and say, look, this is what we got to do. And especially because not everyone on that team has experience in the postseason, it's it's a good, great series this weekend to be able to draw on things and use as learning experiences for them. Because once you get in the postseason. 
it can be the smallest of mistakes that changes something, or it could be something wild where a ball gets lost in the lights or something, and it completely changes a series or a, week, a regional. So that's the way you got to you know you got to approach that every little play matters, and you got to be completely locked in. The way Louisville played this week, you know, there's some a couple of things where they can clean up and can be even better. So I think it's a great experience for them going into the postseason. Again, joined here from D1 Baseball Shotgun, sitting here hanging out with us in Blacksburg, following the three-game series. Uh, against Virginia Tech. If what we saw here uh, comes to fruition in just a couple weeks, ACC tournament in Charlotte is going to be a fun one to watch. I mean, you've got some of the nation, not just these two, but there's some other top, you know, offenses in the country that are going to be there. Yeah, and, you know, the weather's warming up. So, you know, actually the, the weather here in, in Virginia Tech, the home runs weren't flying out. But down in Charlotte, I, you know, I expect that the, the ball will be flying in the ACC tournament. So we'll see what happens there, which means – puts an even bigger emphasis on getting those big outs and being able to, to get out of some jams and those tight situations. And that's what you've got a ton of guys in that, that Louisville bullpen that have experience doing that. And now maybe you have two starters that you can really rely on and maybe even a third. Uh, Leggett was really good today as well, uh, giving you you know three solid innings and one tough inning for him. So we'll see you know what they can do as they go in the next week and the next week. And you know you get somebody back, maybe you get a leadoff hitter, maybe you get a third starter. And all those things add up. The ACC tournament should be really fun. A lot of great players there and a lot of great teams. Got a favorite Notre Dame, Louisville, Miami, Virginia Tech. I mean, just <laughs> after seeing Virginia Tech this week, I yeah. love a lot of things about their program, what they're doing, and the fact that a couple years ago they weren't even making the ACC yeah. tournament. So I feel like they're a team that's on a mission right now. They're the first team that's beat Miami in a series and Louisville in a series. So uh, we'll see what they can do. But I, I think it, you know, it ultimately is going to come down to probably one play or one one guy that's just on fire, uh, you know, that takes the mound and it just shoves completely, and that that'll be the difference. So it'll be fascinating. There's so many good teams there, and what it's great. You want to try to win the ACC tournament. That mm-hmm. title doesn't mean that much, but what you do in the ACC tournament could be huge in determining. Okay, are you an at-large team for a couple of teams, but also are you a host? Are you a top eight seed so that you're host, hosting a Super Regionals? All those things could be on the line in the ACC tournament. So I don't think it's one of those years where a couple teams are like, yeah, we're good. We're just throwing off. We're not throwing our good guys. We're resting everybody. I think a lot of teams are going to be fighting to, to try to get some big wins there to really boost their resumes. I think the last projections D1 Baseball had for the field of 64 had five ACC teams amongst those those 16 hosts for the Regionals. So. Yeah, and which of those five it's going to be could yeah. be determined by the by the time the ACC tournament is because there's a couple other teams that are in the hosting mix and you know that you know a couple good weeks here it is what you need going into the, the to the selection Monday for the committee to say yeah we're going to tab you as a host and we'll see if the uh, the hometown fans come out for that. All right, appreciate it. Shotgun Spratling joining us here on the Cardscast. Make sure you check them out at d1baseball.com. The baseball season is in full swing, which means you need to listen to Fantasy Baseball Today, part of the CBS Sports Podcast Network. Join Scott White, Chris Towers, and me, Frank Stample, every weekday as we recap every player from every game. We'll talk waiver wire ads, drops, players to trade for, prospects who could make an impact, and everything in between. Make sure to download and follow on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, the Odyssey app, and everywhere else podcasts are found. Again, appreciate Shotgun Spradling from D1Baseball.com joining us here in the Cards cast. And again, uh, you're, I'm sure you're familiar with his work already, but make sure you go check out the great stuff as the regular season winds down. D1 Baseball, our friends over there really rack it up 
uh, ratchet things up and, and keep you really up to date, especially as games are going on midweek uh, throughout the weekend of how things are adjusting, who's kind of vying for what uh, national seeds. So go check them out at uh, d1baseball.com. How much did the uh, the series loss hurt Louisville? Um, dropping two out of three to Virginia Tech over the weekend. Again, top five team at their place, one of the hottest teams in baseball. Louisville started the weekend number 12 in the RPI. They climbed to number eight when they opened with the win on Friday. After dropping Saturday and Sunday, the Cardinals came home at 11, actually up their spot in the RPI uh, by one spot. So didn't hurt you too much when it, when it comes to the grand scheme of things. I mean, that's obviously a huge uh, factor that the NCAA looks at when they're setting up their pairings. Um, who's going to get national seeds and, and that kind of thing? Who's going to be your regional hosts? All this stuff, uh, very, very important. Um, so didn't hurt uh, overly bad. But again, final week of the season coming up. You want to do well. Yeah, you, you certainly have to. I think have to come out and defeat EKU on Tuesday. And then on Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, you're hosting Virginia, who currently sits at number 28 in the RPI, that win that series, potentially even sweep, and you're in good position uh, heading into the ACC uh, baseball championship the following week uh, up in Charlotte. And if you turn in a good performance there, you know, you might be sitting at home or having people come to your place while you get to sleep in your own beds during the, the first couple of weeks of the postseason. So still plenty to play. We're going to continue to cover it in depth, as we always do, at Cardinal Authority. For Cardinal Authority, I am senior writer Michael McCammon, and this has been the Cardscast. You can now relive the best moments of the UEFA Champions League 24-7. The UEFA Champions League channel is a new 24-hour streaming channel serving non-stop goals, highlights, and full match replays from the world's most prestigious club competition. Reminisce on your favorite moments, legendary players, and brilliant goals with the UEFA Champions League channel, streaming around the clock on Pluto TV and the CBS Sports app.